Hello, um, this is episode two of Transcending Design. This is an African Conquering the World podcast. Again, I'm here with all my mates um, at the office in Nigeria. And we're going to continue this, this um, subject from where we stopped on the last. Um, I think we'll go again the way we, 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 we started before. And maybe Dan, Dan has something to say. So Dan, over to you. All right. Um, from what I, the little understanding I know about transcending design, it has to do with uh, going beyond the, the limits or going beyond uh, the feed of one's activity. Mm-hmm. That is what to transcend a design is. But I don't think uh, that is, I've seen anyone doing that. I've not seen because, like what uh, I know about human brain, we have, we have not even tapped, uh, when you divide the brain into four places, you have not even finished one out of that four places you have divided, you have not even used that one out of the four mm-hmm. division you have on the brain. So that shows that we have not even exhausted the, that space of our field. The basic space of the our field. The basic space of our field is not exhausted. So I don't believe that anyone can say, either the person is an architect, whether it's an engineer, it's still wide there. I don't believe that one has said. Because I, I don't believe that suddenly a field Mm. We can see the limits of so the box of our field. I don't believe that because I, 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 I it's not even just we, our field. Like in any general, field, in the, which is why. No, like, but there's some contrived fields that actually are created within certain limits. You understand what I'm saying? But just because something is created within a limit does not imply that it can be transcended. Yeah, but not even transcended that it is meant to be stuck within those. Like think about any type of limit. Think about space travel. Say we couldn't get to space. Got to space, couldn't put a man on the moon. Put put man on the moon. Now we're actually talking about space travel. Like we, we get SpaceX, Tesla. Like, we're, like people are going to get in a spaceship and travel out of the earth. Like we do for going from here to like Ghana or wherever. Do you get? So like there, there are always going to be limits because naturally the human mind is one that embraces fear. You know, that's why people are always telling you, don't let your fear rule you. But that's the point, not to hear you, let your fear rule you. But to now say that everything within design... Has exhausted. Do you get it? Like, there's, there's an arrogance to that no, statement no, that first, should be... First things first, like, let's, let's even first try to understand, yeah, even as designers. Because just like what Dan was saying... He, Let's, let's understand our brains and then let's understand what this design thing is. Let's understand, in fact, let's even, let's, let's localize it to being architects and engineers. Let's understand what architecture is. Do you understand? Yeah. The definitions of architecture have been fluid since Vitruvius. Are you getting what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How can you exhaust something that <laughs> you don't know the definition of? Exactly. Corbusier said architecture was... Um, uh, f- uh, pure forms in light, beaded in, in light, something like that. Uh, uh, something we need to check. Um, Let me Google that. Google it. Uh, uh, pure forms in, in light, something like that. But um, um, what's his name? Them cool house are talking about composition when they define architecture. Some people talk about color when they define architecture. Some people talk about being local when they define architecture. We, as a company, we, as, as a group, we, we're saying that. Like architecture is about systems. 
It's about creating systems that, that enhance the environment. So that's where the world is today. The world is not in a... I, I think that this cliché way of... These ways of creating these clichés and these, these quotations in architecture. Oh, now we're in the moment of containers. And therefore, we're using these containers to make these homes. So if you're not making container buildings, you're not cool. I think that that's a problem because when you look at architecture and design from those kind of quotation mark places, then you can transcend it. Because if you transcend, if, if at a point we were, we were covering the design, the buildings with wood, now we don't cover the wood anymore. Mm. Then we start covering plants, we don't cover plants anymore. Now we, we, start, we start painting white, we don't paint white anymore. Yeah. Then now they say, that, which other ones? They, now it's container architecture. We don't build, yeah. build containers anymore. So suddenly now, if you've done it four or five times, you've done that rodeo four or five times over ten years, and you've built a building in every one of these revolutions, mm. as you want to call them, you're, in your mind you've transcended design. Well, if you think about it, even the whole idea of sustainability, I think is very funny because... Um, Let's jump on that. When, 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 when as, when, because we're thinking about sustainability, like, first of all, there is no one form of sustainability. If I go first, what the hell is sustainability? In the sense of, forget this, again, this pretentious cliche yeah, way of looking at it. Like, that's what I'm saying, like, what is the definition what is of sustainability? The definition? There's no Why one thing sustainability? of sustainability. Why? There's, there's no one thing of sustainability. There is no, like, there are different forms of sustainability. You can be looking at sustainability in terms of, you know, material usage, the carbon footprints, uh, how you use natural light. There is no one thing that en encapsulates all different forms of sustainability. Um, Frank Lloyd Wright's sustainability was, is different from what a lot of architects are practicing nowadays. Are you telling me so what that, that type of sustainability is is dead and buried is done? I think I like the direction this is going. Because you know this is the direction I really like. Yeah? Because it's going to bring us local, it's going to bring us home. Look, I'd argue, yeah, that Corbusier, as technologically advanced as architecture was, if put in a different time, it was sustainable. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, so it means that this need to build only in one or two kind of materials to prove, to prove that, that something is sustainable is not sustainable in itself. Because for instance, if let's talk about building in bamboo. Bamboo can be, I, I don't know, I, I'm not going to say bamboo is a great material or not because as an office we've proposed some bamboo structures but we've never really built any bamboo structures. Mm. We don't even use bamboo for formwork. Only on celebrations that we use bamboo as formwork. Typically we use steel. But again, there was, there's a craze about bamboo and bamboo technology. But again, to the, the amount of energy and time that is put into trying to make that bamboo to be able to act like steel, underline, act, maybe it might be stronger, but the idea is that the benchmark for the food material is steel. So it's like, we want the bamboo to act as if it was steel. But if it's acting like it's steel, why don't we use steel and reduce the amount of steel that we we really the amount of bamboo that we're using, right? No, no, I'm saying that if it's going to be steel, if if we want something to act like something, there used to be there used to be an advert on on Nigerian television before. If you know be something, no be something, no be something about so that that's exactly what. Wait, so what you're saying is instead of like if if we want. Why are we lying to ourselves? Yeah. If you want, if you want steel to be. 
that you the power of steel, you use steel, steel, but make the material itself more sustainable. More sustainable. You cannot build brown, brown mud colored buildings mm. and say that because they are brown mud colored buildings, one, they are African, two, they are sustainable. Ah, that's the lie. Exactly. I would not. That's but, 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 exactly. Like, so yeah. it means that it means like urban architects like we are that build these large ideas and these great grand ideas mm. become personal non grata and become less intelligent while we do more work and putting more intelligence mm. into the architecture and into the environment because somebody built a a cheap version of a, a colonial building mm. in mud mm. Mm. do you understand one thing one thing i i i don't like particularly <laughs> one thing i don't like particularly about this whole sustainability, sustainability phrase, or two things is the term of bamboo as sustainable don't get me wrong, bamboo is, is, is great material. It's great material, it's been here. But bamboo is reusable. Yes. That's the key thing that we're missing. The term that we've tagged, the thing that we, is how you use bamboo is what makes it sustainable. But the material itself is very, very, like it's very good, you know, it's very, very strong, and you can reuse it over and over. Mm -hmm. Great example for that is scaffolding. Bamboo scaffolding is brilliant because even if you are, if you drive a nail through it, right? Because of bamboo's regenerative properties, when you put it in water, that hole can actually now heal itself because of that plant's regenerative properties. Bit of water, tie that um, that piece of the bamboo together, leave it for a bit, and it will be fine. Yeah. But if you find a way of joining those bamboo pieces together in a way that doesn't affect the structural the um, integrity of those scaffoldings that you put together you're good you don't you don't even have to worry about like you know like it's, it's you're, you're very very good and and people you know talk about concrete like concrete is actually not a good material if you're talking about the carbon footprint and how you make concrete okay change the process but if we're actually talking about concrete there's no better place to look than Berlin. Berlin has concrete structures that have been standing for years. For goodness sake, the wall of Berlin is still standing. All they did was break right through it. So why are we angry at concrete? So I think I think it's 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 a it's a it's a, it's almost like this design transcending um, argument. It's it's yeah it's it's yeah it's a pastiche argument. It's it's a couple of people who do not want to compete on a fair ground with the technology that is there today. Mm -hmm. Look, let me say it as it is. It's, as Africans, we should not have the most advanced technology. Because everywhere else in the world, yeah, mm -hmm. the sustainability is built around advanced technology. Mm -hmm. The LED system, the, the, do you understand what I'm saying? All those systems are built around how to harness technology to reduce carbon footprint. Mm. But in Africa, what did they tell you? Build it in mud. Mm. Because it's only mud that we can produce. Mm. Do you understand Don't what I'm saying? In a place where we have some of the biggest concrete make makers in, in, in the world. No, no, no. no, no. They're actually in operation here. Lafarge is in operation in South Africa and Nigeria. Uh, Dangote produces cement of actually, all grades. We yeah. have the resource. But suddenly, we're not allowed to use that resource. We cannot be intellectual and create architecture that is doing intellectual things. No, you see, the, the thing is... That's a problem. The, the thing, thing is, is red, brown, red, brown, yeah. cheap, 
to prove to that, prove we that we're intellectual, to prove that we have empathy. It has, to be, it has to be picturesque. Trust. Well, you see, it's, it's crazy because the same people that have, in a lot of ways, curbed our development, right, are now taking advantage of the fact that we're not developed enough. Yes. Because, again, like I said, concrete, it is the carbon footprint of producing that material. And that can be worked on. Nobody's saying concrete is a bad material. Your processes are bad. Work on it. Um, uh, uh, they say, they say uh, okay, for instance, let me give you guys an example. We keep on trying to get these awards, yeah? All these international awards. And typically, every year, whoever wins, they're all good architects, but whoever wins typically has a way that their buildings look, a way that they are photographed, a way that they are rendered, a color that, because we work in Africa and the Middle East. Color that wins. It's a color that wins. That's why I, I like. I, I usually see architecture like uh, profession can be trendy somehow. Like you always want to follow trend. Yeah. Architecture what has this community. Yeah. Yeah. And whatsoever is trending in that community, yeah. that's what wins. That's what wins. Because like the tiered, the, the tiered system. So the elitism. Very elitist. So elitist. Yeah. You can filter just feed that. So when we're not in that band, pyramid effect. It's a pyramid effect. It's it's like the Maslow pyramid. So the top dogs are on the top. You can't. And even you don't pyramid. You don't need to be on the board of Act Daily or Design, and not that I hate these um, places, but it's just the fact. You don't need to be on the board of it. Like, give me the, the list of structures that were built that year, and I will give you their top 10 list just from the photographs. Yeah, right. Like, especially when it comes to stuff in Africa. Yes. Give me the, just give me the projects. I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you. Yeah. So, again, again, we've been boxed into making brown architecture with mm. materials. We're boxing to making non-ambitious. The problem I have is not even the color, it's the lack of ambition. Our architecture in Africa has no ambition. Because we're trying to please the West. We're designing for very cheap, cheap, very bare, unintelligent, doing nothing. That's to look poor. It has to look poor. Thank you. Thank you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Look, again, and we've been liberated. Again, <laughs> when you build mud bricks, let's say compressed earth bricks, because we used we, we use compressed earth bricks inside a building can that is almost completed. Now, when you build compressed earth bricks, you know typically the, the most local way to do it is that you put those columns, mm -hmm. concrete columns, mm -hmm. and then when you build the bricks, you see the columns, so you see every bay of bricks. But that thing is not beautiful. Do you understand? But suddenly now, that kind of architecture is what's winning awards from Africa. And I'm asking myself, but there are ways to build this compressed earth brick now to hide those concrete columns. Mm -hmm. Do you know how to see them? They're not beautiful to see. So, they're usually painted cream, mm. no cream color. So it's cream and brown. So we found out, we found out. But I must say this as we close down this podcast. There is an African architecture that is emanating from this office that is based on spirit. It's based on the creation of systems, it's based on understanding of the environment, and it's based on spirit and architecture that does things. Architecture cannot just be, Mr. Genius, what does your building do? If your building does nothing, it can't come from Africa. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another good episode of an African Conquering the World podcast, and we put the issue of um, transcending architecture to rest. We will catch up with you again next week. You can follow us on Instagram at AACW Podcast. Uh, and also give us a like and let's have a conversation on Instagram. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers.